Welcome to the 10th podcast of A Beer After Work. I'm Tony Morris. Please accept my apologies for the long delay. It's been a busy couple of months and I've been amazed how many people have asked me when will I do the next podcast. Well, here it is. Let me dust off the ukulele and get started. So the first beer I'm going to review is another Roddenbuck beer called the Fruitage. It smells good, like old-fashioned sweet perfume. It's a blend of aged ale and 9% red fruit, providing sweet and sour refreshment. Fruitage comes in a Red Bull-styled can. It's worth serving up in a beer glass just to check out the colour. Reminds me of the Chewy that used to come with the footy cards back in the day. For you youngsters not interested in footy cards, maybe a cross between bubblegum and sour worms. Probably not for the beer purists or the IPA lovers, but on a hot day, I'd give this bubblegum beer a nudge. Maybe a cruiser substitute. Give them a go. I've got another fruity beer called Wild Little Thing, a slightly sour ale from Sierra Nevada Brewery. I believe this is the perfect example of a sour beer. 5.5% taste of guava, strawberry and hibiscus, Make this one a real thirst quencher. A local microbrewery, Bodrigi Brewing in Abbotsford, make a pale ale they call Eutropia. A herbal earthy taste, a nice refreshing American style pale ale that'll pair up just nicely with a Chico roll. And a bit of porn music's good to get you into the mood for making your own Chico rolls. Maybe, you know... Wear something sexy when you make them. Couldn't you go a Chico Roll? I found a recipe for the good old-fashioned Chico Roll. Remember the Chico Roll girls straddling Harleys, bigum girls dribbling milk, standing around panel vans in bikinis as the sun sets over a beautiful beach? These fantastically politically incorrect advertising from the 80s is almost as good as the taste of the old Chico Roll. And at least when you make your own, you know exactly what's in them. It was often debated what sort of meat was used to make the uh, Chico. To make 14 of these babies, we'll need half a cup of plain flour, six eggs lightly beaten, two cups of panko breadcrumbs, enough vegetable oil to fry the bastards and some iceberg lettuce leaves to serve them up fancier than a soggy Chico roll bag from the fish and chip shop. Coriander lovers, go nuts with the garnishing if you want. For our meat stuffing, if the neighbour's cat is too fast for you, you can substitute 500 grams of chicken mince, 50 grams of white cabbage finely chopped, 50 grams of corn kernels, half a stalk of celery finely chopped, 20 grams of finely chopped onion, and 20 grams of finely chopped carrot, and five garlic cloves, crushed. Or use the jar garlic, don't matter. We can whip up a bit of a dipping sauce using two tablespoons of fish sauce, teaspoon of lemon juice, 70ml of white wine vinegar, one tablespoon of castor sugar, one long red chilli thinly sliced, and some more garlic, crushed, jar, whatever. Put all your chicken mixture ingredients in a bowl and season with salt and pepper to taste and mix with your hands. Slap it around a bit in the bowl until the mixture is thoroughly combined and firm. Then spread out into a 2cm thick 18cm square and freeze it until it's firm. It'll take about 2 hours. 
That means it's time for a beer. Alright, get your meat out of the freezer and cut it into finger length sticks. Don't cut your fingers off. About 9 centimetres, 2.5 centimetres, and then whack them back in the freezer. Place your flour and egg and panko into separate bowls. Cut your chicken sticks twice, rolling them in the flour. Shake off the excess, then roll them in the egg, roll them in the crumbs. Repeat. Transfer to an oven tray lined with bacon paper and put them in the fridge to thaw slowly for an hour or so. You know what to do while that's happening. No, dickhead, we can whip the dipping sauce together and get our deep fryer ready. Yeah. Okay, so stir the dipping sauce ingredients up in a bowl until the sugar is dissolved and then let it all infuse. And get your oil ready to deep fry it around 180 degrees. Be careful they don't spit hot oil on you and cook until golden brown for a few minutes, maybe even five. Use a slotted spoon to place your chico rolls to drain on some paper towel. Use your lettuce leaves to hold them when you dip them in the sauce. Enjoy. Okay, so this week's easy-to-make cocktail I'll call the Angry Ranger. It'll get you more fired up than a Pat Benatar sports montage on grand final day. Get yourself a couple of cans of Monster Mule, the ginger beer-flavoured energy drink. You can get them 7-Eleven, the Servo, whatever. Sometimes Coles have them. Grab a bottle of Stone's ginger beer and some Jamison Irish whiskey and ice. Okay, in a large beer glass, a pint glass, add your ice. Give it two shots of Jamison, top up the glass with uh, half of your stones and uh, half of a monster mule. That should give you a good old-fashioned kick in the guts. Okay, so this week's book is Zero Negativity by Ant Middleton of SAS Australia fame. I got sucked into watching this show, just curious to see how Chappelle Corby would fare, not knowing anything about the host, Ant Middleton. He's done a few SAS shows with um, slightly different themes, but uh, it's curious to see how Chappelle Corby would fare, not knowing anything about the host, Ant Middleton. Chappelle left the show early, as expected, not the greatest physical specimen these days, and she'd be mentally trashed after 20 years in a barley jar. So I ended up watching the whole series and found Ant Middleton and his fellow ex-SAS assistants' insights on the competitors and how to extract a greater effort from them interesting, which inevitably led me to read his book, Zero Negativity. This isn't Ant's first book, but it does give you a fair bit of background on his life growing up and how he got into the SAS and what led him to become a media personality. I found the book easy to read. Ant flows nicely from the early part of his life through the coping of significant life events. To the main focus of the book, the mental strength and resilience it takes to make it as an SAS soldier and how he adapts these things that he has learnt as an elite operator to his life as a civilian and how he teaches this to his corporate clients. There's many interesting war stories and he doesn't gloss over the not-so-squeaky-clean recent history where he details how a positive mindset achieved the desired results delivering the success he enjoys today. 
So zero negativity was a really good read, especially in this day and age where everyone gets bogged down in bloody COVID news and pandemics and all the other crap with Trump and whatever. It's just really focuses on, you know, your immediate surroundings and what you can do to be more positive. It was a good read. Thanks for listening. Keep your ears and eyes open for the next podcast. I'll make every effort to get one out every week and get a bit more practicing on the ukulele. Cheers, everybody. Enjoy a beer after work. You earned it. Chachi, get the ukulele. Thank you.